The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. In this program... You will activate the changes that need to be made in your life through the processes of cleaning, clearing, and reconnection with your own divinity. It's time to begin the process to heal yourself. Now, here are your hosts, Laota and Ahad Rasul. Welcome to Transformations with Lauta Rasul. I am Ahad Rasul, accompanied by the star of the show, Miss Lauta Rasul. Good morning. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Salutations and in Lakesh. We're so happy to have you here with us on Voice America, and we are happy to be here ourselves. Yes, ma'am, we are. All right. The topic of today's show is advanced soul clearings. Now, advanced soul clearings is one of the services in our quantum light clearing services we also do property clearings and uh vehicle clearings as well so advanced soul clearings is uh one of our most effective and most popular services that we offer and we really 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 are excited because we've had most almost everybody who's worked with us has had a soul clearing before and We'd like to actually hear from everyone today. So as the show goes on, feel free if you've had a soul clearing, if you've heard about it, if you have anything that you feel like will be a great uh, experience to express from your soul clearings to express to the rest of all the people listening, feel free to go ahead and call in. And even if you have any questions, feel free to call in and we'll take the calls as soon as we are able. Now, Ms. Lotsuk. Let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Well, this topic is one dear to my heart and something that I have benefited from myself and have been now for many years working with others. The thing I think that's most important for everyone to understand is the whole process of what um, our soul transition through time and space is. And one of the biggest ideas that I think is important for everyone to know is that the idea that we have here of schools and high schools and grammar schools and universities is is an idea that existed uh, in the universe. And then, you know, there's an adage that says, as above, so below. So that is actually the same idea. We are all moving through our educational process. We're moving through uh, phases of elevation and learning. The difference is, is that at the point at which most of us who are incarnated in this um, time and space on earth is that we're choosing what it is that we're studying or what it is that our our preferences are, what it is that are the themes of our lifetime. And this has everything to do with advanced soul clearing. So I wanted to speak about that a little bit um, so that we're all on the same page. And 
the idea is is that from uh, as we go through all the different lifetimes that we have, we accumulate a variety of experiences, and some of these experiences we complete, and so to say, move on to the next experience. And some of the experiences are leftover business or business that's not yet finished. And so when we're between lives, when we're in remembrance of what our main idea is, when we're able to have a more uh, full understanding of what our greater life expansion is, we choose themes that we'll work on. And the themes, you know, vary from uh, health and fitness to career to money and income to life meaning, all kinds of themes, recreation, things that we may not have um, fully explored in previous lifetimes. So we all come in with themes that we have chosen ourselves to move further in and in, and our higher selves or the greater aspect of us helps us uh, provide events and circumstances so that we can best uh, elevate through those themes that we've chosen. So I think that's the basis for it. And what you, what you just said about where circumstances are um, brought about to cause us to see or have the opportunity to, to work on these certain things is actually something very interesting because I know when we, when we deal with a lot of our clients that come to us, it's normally, they come normally from the base of some type of experience that they've had in their life that is very uncomfortable, uh, that is perceived to be negative. And one big thing that we like to um, lay the foundation of when working with us is that all of these experiences, as uncomfortable as they may be, as negative as they may seem, is something that had to happen to cause you to see something or to find a direction or find a uh, or have a reason to make a shift or make a change or or to learn this certain lesson. So think about it at the end of your this lifetime or this incarnation, whatever those if those experiences that you had are going to be less dramatic when you've learned the lesson from it. Now you're no longer in their physical body anymore. So what's what's some ideas that or something that we can kind of look at to not see our experiences in this lifetime as being a negative, however, being something that was necessary to grow from? Well, th- th- that very is very specific to exactly what we want to talk about. We have um, classes, let's say, um, where there is um, work that has to be accomplished and we have the end goal is that we've set up this theme that perhaps we've set up a theme that we want to work on forgiveness. So then in this class, we're given examples in our lifetime that are set up by our own higher intelligence to present us with opportunities to forgive ourselves and to forgive others. So we we have this series of events that takes place one after another, possibly and very likely one more intense than the next until it gets to an intensity where we are now uh, pressed, so to say, to find a solution. And this is where the great learning takes place. And this is where the openings are. And this is where we can achieve balance and where we can achieve uh, significant growth and elevation because we have been, so to say, pressed by 
the um, the ideas that we put in place ourselves to work on so that we could achieve greater expansion and greater elevation in the hierarchy of our own educational process, which we are guiding. And this is what is not well understood. So did I answer that? Yeah, that's that is that's something I'm I'm imagining how let's say forgiveness is the theme that someone decides that they're gonna work on in their lifetime. I'm imagining how all these different life experiences that a person may have that causes them to either forgive and move on or hold on to it and be scorned, be bitter and have carry all the negative with them. It's like and like you said, it's you know, one thing might happen after the next, after the next. And in the person's conscious mind, you we might perceive it as just being all these bad things, all these bad people coming into our lives, coming to, you know, doing things and not seeing it for what it really is, is this is an opportunity for me. This is an opportunity for me to work on myself. This is an opportunity for me to take advantage of a opportunity or a lesson that I came here to do. However, because it's not in our conscious mind, it'll be hard for us to do that. And this is where soul clearing comes into play a little bit about how we can get on the right track to start realizing that these experiences are benefits to us, even if they might have been a little uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know, we deliberately set up lives in which we must face and overcome whatever the issue is, whether it's forgiveness or hate or love, whatever it is, until we have learned enough about it to move beyond it. And so many of us have already experienced this in other in different times of our life. When you were a teenager, you may have experienced um, wanting to follow a crowd. And then eventually when you were in college or when you got married, realized that following the crowd was uh, something that you have elevated beyond. So we all have had experiences in these classrooms that we have set up ourselves. And we all have already kind of know that, but often we're, we're in forgetfulness in the heat of the exchange of, you know, our relationships or our relationships with our children. We really, uh, when people come to us, we're really looking at the underlying program that's playing out. We're looking to see, what is this? Is this an uh, area where you need to, where it looks like someone's doing something to you, so you have to uh, be angry with them? So is this really an idea of you forgiving others? Or is this something where you feel so terrible about yourself that you can't forgive yourself for some action that you did out of innocence because you did what you needed to do at the time and what your understanding had? So this often is a circumstance where we're unable in the moment of our own experience to extract ourselves and see the larger idea that this universe is growing, that the sun is growing, that the earth is growing, and that we as individual souls on the earth, we are all growing and expanding. And for growth, it does require that we reach certain um, pitch or a certain place at which we can break through the level of intelligence we're operating at and move to the higher level of intelligence. And that's often very uncomfortable. However, the good news is, is that we deliberately set up these programs ourselves. And I think many of the, those who have had the experience of going through advanced soul clearings can uh, attest to the ability to break through that kind of experience. It's almost like you break the glass ceiling and then all of a sudden you realize the ceiling was glass and you can see. 
Wow. Why don't you uh, share that story that you were sharing with me about your personal experience with a program that that waited you for so long and now we're on the other side of it? Well, I, I had, uh, for most of my lifetime, a program of abandonment that was running in my own experience and um, it's so funny because when I eventually broke through through it, I it all seemed so obvious to me, which is always the case as we grow. We look back and it seems obvious, but I was running an abandonment program and everything in my life was cons- conspired to make the program reinforce itself. So I was uh, born into a difficult marriage where people weren't really paying attention to me because they were busy paying attention to their difficulties with each other. And then there was a divorce. And so that was reinforcement for abandonment. And then my my mother worked at night, so she wasn't at home during the day when I would come home from school. And she she was sleeping because she worked at night. And then um, there was this idea of as I went through my experiences and uh, love affairs and different experiences, it uh, it seemed like everyone left. And so that reinforced even more. And then I was married, and then there was infidelity, and that reinforced it more. And then there was divorce. And then um, my ex-husband passed away. And that reinforced more abandonment. So I had all of these experiences of abandonment. And then as my children were growing up, um, they wanted to spend time away. And all of these things were things that made me clear. And I was so confirmed that it was obvious that I had been abandoned. And I felt so righteously indignant to have whatever feelings I was having concerning that because all the evidence pointed to it. And after doing a great deal of work on this idea, I woke up one morning with the absolute clarity that, first of all, that when I came into this incarnation, I was not separated from God, and that love is never lost, and that if your parents love you, whether they're divorced or whether they're not, there's, there's no, the fact that you agreed to come and have this experience is an act of great love. The fact that um, all of the other facts that seemed so, you know, clear to me that that justified all of my angst and bitterness concerning being abandoned were really acts of everyone doing what they needed to do to fulfill their own themes, and that I saw this all through the colored glasses of uh, feeling like I was so justified and feeling that someone had not given me something or didn't want me to have something. And when I realized that, I was able to regain the love that my parents had had for me and for each other because love is never lost. It still exists as the love in its infancy when they fell in love with each other, when they were um, making love and made a baby, when they uh, pursued all that was love, it still existed. It was still available. It could still be captured, and I could still experience it and magnify it and make it greater, and that which was less than that could be diminished or even go completely away. And the same thing happened when I thought about my marriage and all of the things in that marriage that I felt were abandonment, really, the excitement, when I recall and bring into my mind the beauty of the experience of being in love, I could recapture that because love is never lost. So in my own experience of doing my own clearings on my own soul, this was a huge 
experience for me because this was one of my major themes in my life was to get through this process to learn and to understand about this issue, which was unfinished business. So that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. that's That story I thought was very um, clear to show, and it's so real because it's coming from the one who's actually doing the work. It's so real to show the experience that, where you start in the beginning of your life and all these, this program seems to show itself continuously through different areas of your life. And then you reach a point where you, you almost like, all right, well, you almost start to accept it as just being what's who you are and what's reality for you. However, it's so beautiful that we have something that can help you shift that experience, shift the experience of thinking that, Something what something that's negative, so to say, seemingly negative, is something that has to be your reality. When you can take it in your own hands and look at it, change your perspective about it, and have a different experience completely. It's even greater than that. Not only could I change my perspective, but I became greater as I recaptured all the love I thought had been lost. So it made me greater. It filled me up, and it made me overflow with love for others because I could see the pain and suffering others had gone through because I had put myself through it as they were putting themselves through it. Wow. And that's, wow. All right. Well, we have to get to the commercial now. So on the other side, we'll continue this conversation. And if, like I said before, if anybody has any questions, comments, experiences that they'd like to share, or if you just like to call in and say hi, (laughs) feel free to go ahead and call in and we'll take calls on the other side of the break. All right, thank you. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you are hearing this, More than likely, you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you were originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including the so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. 
We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to laotaofthesun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. All right, we're back. Now, um, we'd like to speak for a moment on the full reach that Soul Clearings, uh, all the things that Soul Clearings actually do and all the things that can be affected and shifted by receiving a Soul Clearing. Um, A lot of times when we do interact with clients for the first time, the thing that drove them to us are certain experiences that are seemingly negative that are going on in their lives right now. And whether it be a big, um, big outbreak between family where, you know, things are just wrong, things just aren't happy and peaceful, so they need that to be shifted, or it's a big medical issue, or it's a big um, legal issue, they're, they're normally things that are relevant to people in the, in the life that they're living right now in the present day. And our soul clearings do a big, a great job of assisting, knock away some of the resistance that will cause that to be a uncomfortable situation. However, the soul clearings are also extremely necessary to guide and direct our souls in the right way. And we have a pretty interesting experience to express to you that shows the other uses of soul clearings besides just, you know, helping fix some issue you have going on in your life right this moment. Well, before I share this experience, I want to share the idea that often um, when people come for soul clearings, they're aware that they have things attached to them or they have blockages or they have interference and it's, it looks, it always appears as if it's something from outside of us. It always appears as if it's something that's pushing up against us, and in a way it is. However, these constructs, these uh, spiritual and mental and emotional constructs, have everything to do with what we are thinking and how it is that we process what we're thinking. And um, often, you know, we talk about, or it comes up in this kind of conversation, the idea of things like demons, which or other things of that nature, but the idea of that is really a thought form that has been hard-held, that it's not one of upliftingment. You know, so you could have um, a thought form that could be considered, can be considered a demon that was really about being judgmental or about betrayal. So if you resonate with those same kinds of thought forms, this, uh, etern- this uh, long-held construct of that kind of energy can find you and attach itself to you. And this is where we get the feeling that it's coming from outside ourselves. But in reality, in fact, once we are in the vibration of those kinds of thought forms, those thought forms then can resonate with us and then it's very easy for them to attach to us. So if we feel um, any of unforgiveness or we feel shame or we feel... Um, suicidal, any of those these kinds of thoughts, then the um, construct that has been in existence for millions of years that is that 
which is deadly, can then find us and attach to us. And this is uh, something that I think needs to be really shared so that people understand that, yes, it is outside of us, but more it is originating from our thought patterns and then resonating with something that's been long and hard held. And then we find ourselves with a gigantic construct that is dangerous to us. So, and I know you wanted me to talk about something else, but did that um, help well, share? Yeah, that actually, what you just shared uh, made me think of how there might be someone who we know who's such a beautiful soul, such a you know great individual when they are in, when they're operating at their, in their happy place, so to say. However, we see another side of them when things are, when they're unhappy or when they're angry or when they're, you know, we like to call, oh, yeah, that girl's crazy. That, you know, that person's this or that guy's crazy. He, you know, however, when they are not being themselves or in their peaceful place, then the attributes that they adapt are the thing that you just said, that that construct of, you know, that might be um, that the demon, so to say, of being crazy or being or displaying those kind of uh, actions. So like when you say if you're like the suicidal thing, this person can be a loving, caring person. However, when they get to this certain reach of depression, then that thought, that life form, that entity of a suicidal being is who's working through them at that point and they're not no longer them they're no longer themselves anymore they're being someone different they're being that that you know negative entity so to say well not only are they are they having that experience of that being interfering with them or attaching to them but it comes with all the weight and force of the energy it has gathered over however long it has existed so it's quite significant, and it's very real, and people often do know. People know that they're kind of being pushed about. People, you know, kind of understand the idea. I know one of the things I often share with people is about when they have addictions, is it's, it's really funny that if you're laying in bed at night and you have an addiction for chocolate and something, and you're laying in bed, you're comfortable, you've got on your pajamas, and something says, get up and go get me some chocolate. <laughs> get up out of the bed. Get in the car, put on your shoes and go get me some chocolate or go get me whatever it is. Go get, you know, whatever it is that that that, that addiction is calling for, that that's a pretty clear indication that it's not you. Yeah, because you're comfortable. <laughs> you're laying there. You wouldn't get up to go. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I did want you to share about the uh, other usage of the soul clearings, about clearing with the story of Joseph and... Well, um, in the early days of me clearing, this is maybe uh, 15 years ago, in the early days of me clearing, um, I was aware of two elderly people. At that time, I had a partner, and uh, we were um, we had a, a business of clearing, and we recognized our uh, guidance was indicating to us that there was a reason that we needed to <clears throat> pursue two souls that we knew who had recently died. And um, the, these souls were souls of righteous and highly evolved people. But in their latter years, they had grown old and in their latter years had become sick. And in their illness had also, their uh, mental patterns had 
also collapsed, so they weren't as strong in their thought forms. And our guidance directed us to um, a gateway to hell where both of them had ended up. And it wasn't because they were um, not good beings, but they were beings who were, when the opportunity, when they passed, when the transition took place, and the opportunity to move on was available to them, to move towards the light, as we all are familiar with that uh, understanding, they, because they are still entities, just because they don't have bodies, they still have free will, they chose not to go. And because of the <clears throat> frequency at which they were operating, the the thought levels that they were operating, their um, proximity to a gateway kind of sucked them in. And so uh, our guidance directed us, and this, so this was um, something that was happening, that um, we were aware that they had passed away, but it was in my early learning, so I didn't know to check. And but we were guided to go to the gatekeeper and go into the gateway to hell to bring these souls out so that they could then choose to move on to the place that was the proper place for that level of soul. And that was a very um, <clears throat> interesting and very, and very indelibly imprinted upon my brain the importance of our elderly and our children being cleared that they so that they could operate at a of frequency where they had more pleasure. Sometimes in illness, we become um, unhappy and disgruntled, but most of us are have joy and justice and laughter and love in our hearts. And in our illness, it escapes us mm-hmm. or when our brains aren't working properly. So it's so important that um, the idea of making sure that those who are in care or in hospice or those who are um, at a point at which life is about to shift into a different translation for them, that they stay as happy as possible, that we have a responsibility to, for, to be responsible for the happiness of our elderly and our children and our wives and our husband and our, every, we, we have that responsibility to keep the environment happy. So should there be a need or should they choose to transition that the frequencies that they're operating in will take them automatically to the right place without fear. So this situation, um, I later understood was really an issue of fear that the fear had kept them from moving to the direction they should have gone to and uh, the fear also is a double-edged, um, it's like a double-edged blade they walked upon. The fear also allowed them to go to a place where they didn't, where they weren't um, properly harmonized. But because of the proximity of the low frequencies, they ended up there as a temporary situation. So I don't know, is that clear? Yes, ma'am. And so your father, my grandfather, is 92 years old. And if we do soul clearings on someone in that time of their life, whether they might not be actively pursuing a spiritual direction or growth per se, what what effect can that have on their experience going forward? Does it chip? Does it help cancel out some of the negative things that have happened in their to their soul's experience from before to give them a little more ease going into their transition. Absolutely. That's- Absolutely. And and your grandfather is someone that we actually do uh, regular work on. And he, it, he, <laughs> and he is um, by virtue, uh, grouchy, 
However, he has uh, his peace of mind is better now. He's happy where he lives. And I think this is um, really important that people don't feel embondaged or imprisoned or like they're being forced to do anything. So I, if we can get to the point where we can clear away all of the emotional debris that makes them feel like they have to fight or that they need to be in resistance, then that changes everything. If people are at peace then the peace itself will carry them through where they need to go. And, and that's something he experienced his whole life of that, having to fight, having to be around a, you know, a tough and rough environment that he felt like he was always, you know, being attacked, so to say, or going to be attacked. So we can actually help change that and ease that to make, to make his transition smooth. Right. And, and uh, in fact, in this situation, my father was a policeman and uh, in this situation, um, what I have noticed with my working with him over the years is that we can remove the uh, point of view of conflict. We can remove what appears to be from outside. He chose professions where he would be working with the ideas of right and wrong. He chose professions where he would be in judgment about one thing or another because that was something that he was working on. And uh, and so because of that, we can remove the larger idea is the program uh, that, that we're working on or, or the larger idea is the theme. And so once the theme is recognized, once we can identify what the situation or what the circumstances are, then we can remove them. He, My father is not aware in uh, the most specific sense of the work I'm doing on him, but he is within my care and I have the right to to do this work with him. So I'm able to, without necessarily having to discuss it with him, to uh, alleviate him of some of the things, because if I can identify them, I can move them. And this work, the work we do, allows us to identify very specifically the specific emotions, the specific constructs that are causing difficulty or causing problems. And once we can uh, eliminate them and move them and collapse that energy then the person can move on to the next highest experience. Mm. So, so for, for young children, can, we, can a soul clearing do anything to give them, to ease the resistance that they're going to experience in their life or with their, this program that they might have that's already a preset program? Can doing a soul clearing on a child cause them to be able to have a little more of a clear experience in life? Well, often with children, it's a little bit different uh circumstance. Um, Generally, what's happening with the children is really happening with the parents or at the school or with the teachers or the children are within the frequency of the parents for the most part. And so what happens often, that's not to say that they don't come in with their own programs. They do. But if if, um, they are traumatized or if there is a situation where the parents are disruptive or the environment is disruptive or uh, something's happening at school, then uh, that sometimes is where we need to do the clearing. So we really uh, don't want to work on children unless there is something very specific happening. And what I have noticed is that most of what is happening is happening to the adults, either in, at the level of teacher in school or caretaker or grandparents, 
And then that is overlaying on the children. However, there is also many, many, many very gifted children are being born at this time. And they are experiencing at a very visceral level what's taking place on our planet. And those that can see are often traumatized by what's happening in the school system and what's happening on the highways with the um, disembodied energies that they can see and they are aware of. So what we can do is we can fortify them. We have... Uh, the ability to fortify their um, their past life structure and their mm-hmm. programs so that they'll be better able to uh, not forget like many of us who were growing up who were equally as gifted as it's a human um, right. We uh, shut down our ability because what we saw was very frightening. So we stopped ourselves from seeing and we continue to keep ourselves from seeing through our entire lifetimes. But many of the children can see, and we're working with many of these very gifted children at DNA Replicate, and we're finding that they're being fortified because they're thrilled. I had a couple of children uh, recently share with their aunt, this is so cool being fortified. Now all these things that are flying at us are moving away from us instead of trying to get in us. That's the kind of, that was a quote. Wow. And (laughs) that's beautiful. And that's a specific passion of mine to be able to help start young people off on the right foot rather than having to experience all the the roughness of the world and then have to be forced into finding a solution. Rather than starting on the right foot, then you can just grow as life was intended for you to grow and develop. Well, we've come up on our next commercial break. And on the other side of the break, we have a transformational story from Dr. K. When we return, we'll get started right with that. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. If you are hearing this, more than likely you were guided to this program by divine design. This is a trigger point for you to evolve into who you are originally meant to be, divine. You know intimately the feeling that something is missing, and you're right. We have been altered and disconnected from our supreme source, the divine. Presently, most humans have two active strands of DNA. Science verifies that there are 10 additional strands that are not connected. They call this junk DNA. This is where it gets interesting. We are barely using 20% of our brains because these 10 strands that they call junk are not connected. There is a purpose to everything that is created, including this so-called junk DNA. It would not be there if there were no purpose for it. DNA activation is a call to restoring ourselves to the original blueprint and original innocence. DNA activation helps connect back the additional 10 strands of DNA. This reconnection is possible through the etheric body, sometimes referred to as the light body, where off-world galactic genetic engineers oversee our reconnection at dnareplicate.com. 
The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. You are listening to Transformation with Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul. We'd love to hear from you on today's show. Call into 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to laotaofthesun at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. Well, Dr. K is with us. Welcome, Dr. K. Are you there? Greetings. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Greetings, greetings. everyone. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I know that uh, you're, uh, would you share with our listening audience where you're from? I am from the New York area. Aren't you um, um, from the islands (laughs) as well? No. Well, I'm from Latin America. My family is from... um, well, part of my family is in the Dominican Republic as well as Honduras. Oh, fantastic. And how did you find out about us? Well, I found out about you from someone in Chicago, a friend of mine in Chicago. Fantastic. And um, she told me about you all because of all the things that I was going through. And she told me that you have to speak with her. And um, her experience was similar to mine, and she told me about all the wonderful things that has transformed in her life since she worked with you, and I decided that I will take that first step to transform my life. Well, we're so happy to have you here, and we're very thankful to have you with us, Dr. K. Would you um, share with us your story of transformation? Oh, absolutely. Prior to me coming to you, I had so many so much chaos in my life. Um, the chaos started from, it started many, many years ago 
However, I was unable to understand pretty much what was going on. And why I decided to come to you guys is simply because I was working on biotechnology projects. I was also working on projects as a holistic health practitioner and be able to do missionary work all over the world. However, during that process, um, you know, I talked to a lot of people so that they can help me to bring this, you know, vision into fruition. I met a lot of people who claimed that they were going to help me, and um, they came on board, and what they ended up doing was either betrayed me, stole from me, or lied to me. And I just could not understand that something so beautiful, something so great that I'm trying to do, why is it that I keep attracting people in my life that were just stealing my resources or betraying me and lying to me? And then when I spoke to this person in Chicago, she was like, you probably had some issues in your past life that you had to address. And when I came to Lyota, she was able to explain to me exactly what happened in my past life that moved on into this new life that caused me to have all of those blockages, blockages to the point whereby I pretty much lost almost everything that I worked very hard for. And once I made that transition and I did my clearing within 21 days, we talking about 21 days to the first clearance. I had some extremely big breakthrough. I was offered a job that paid me double the amount of money that I've made from my previous job. My practice starts to grow, and um, a lot of people who I needed to really make my vision become a reality, now these people are coming to me. People are even offering to help using their resources. Before I was losing my resources, now people are bringing their resources to make this vision a reality, which I feel is really phenomenon that people are offering their money to help. People are offering money for travel. People are offering money to even build a site and to open up multiple locations. The transformation itself is, I'm still like in la-la land trying to figure out why, why I did not know about you years ago when I was losing everything, including my house. So going through this process is extremely, extremely important to me. And I encourage every single person out there who's listening, that if you experience a lot of blockages in your life and you need explanation, and you need those blockages to be removed, this is the place that you need to be. You need to go to DNA Replicate. One other thing that has happened to me that I find to be really, really phenomenal is that I met someone. We've been crossing each other's path for the last 10 years. We crossed each other's path while I worked in Puerto Rico for about seven years. Then we crossed each other's path while working in Latin America, for another five years. And the interesting thing about this individual is that the project that he was working on is identical to the project that I was working on. And there was a missing component of his project and there was a missing component of my project. The interesting thing is that what the missing component of his 
project was what I have, and the missing component of my project was exactly what he had. So now we are working collaboratively so that we can really bring this huge project to move a large population into great health, great financial status, and to pretty much transform this population. And now everything is just working well and it's coming into fruition. And this happened again within 30 days of my clearance. So there's just so much, so many things that had happened within that 30 days that I'm really, 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 really excited about. And there are other great stuff that is about to happen. And I cannot wait to share it with you guys on the other show. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. We appreciate you sharing your story of transformation with us. And it was really very exciting. And I was riveted, even though I've heard it before, it was wonderful to uh, hear this again from you. And thank you for sharing it with the audience. Thank you so much. And make sure you guys call. Do not really, do not, every single day that you do not do something about transforming your life, you preventing yourself from reaping the benefits that God, everything that God wants to do with your life. He uses us to do great things. And by having these blockages, you preventing, you pre that's a prevention of manifesting his work. So I encourage every single person out there who's trying to get things done and there's blockages to call in. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great day, Dr. K. Thank, Thank you, Dr. So K. Much. You too. Bye-bye. I think that's just so profound how uh, clearing can literally move these roadblocks that, that are holding us back from accomplishing or feeling accomplished about what we're doing in our lives. Because all of us know that we're here to serve a greater purpose than to wake up, eat, work, go back to sleep, you know? or that kind of mundane type of life. We all know that we're capable and we have much more available to us. However, it seems like every time we try, there's something that gets in the way. Every time that we have something that, you know, might be a great idea, we have a reason not to do it. However, the simple uh, taking advantage of, of soul clearings can actually help remove these blockages and Everything that's important to you just so happens to come about and <laughs> like it's a miracle, so to say. But it's actually a miracle that you made happen by allowing yourself to move everything. I think that's awesome. Well, one of the things that really stands out to me in the, uh, this particular case, and it happens in many, many, many cases, is this idea that you're circling people who you have destiny with. That often there have been agreements that were made before you were born that certain things would take place, that certain circumstances would come together and you're in the same field as someone and uh, you're working in, in the same kind of um, idea, you want the same things, but for some reason you, you find yourselves, you, you'll find out later that you were in the same building on the same day and you passed each other and never saw each other. And that goes on for years, but once we start removing the debris, once we start removing the world energies, once we start removing the accumulation of living and physical reality, then you see each other. Like all of a sudden you see each other across the room and it's this wonderful celebration of having found the other aspect of what you were planning on doing here. This idea of meeting with what you decided or what 
was destined, what you decided to make happen in this reality. And uh, this aspect showed up in this story, but it shows up in many, 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 many stories that someone will say, I just ran into someone who, you know, is doing the same thing I'm doing and it's such a perfect match and really wanted, you know, I really was looking for someone to help me, but we didn't realize that we had already arranged for our help before we were born. Yes, and that's, the, that's that idea of the soul family. People who you, who you experience the same connection with from lifetime to lifetime who come to live this experience through with you. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're moving together towards the same end, towards the same purpose. However, there are life lessons and experiences that have to be experienced first before the connection can be made or before you can get through it. Yes, ma'am. Well, this is the saddest part of our time together is thin (laughs) and we actually are going to let everyone know that if you have any questions concerns comments or interests about anything you've heard today feel free to contact us via email at laotaofthesun at gmail.com that's l-a-o-t-a-o-f-t-h-e-s-u-n and at gmail.com And we also have, we're excited, excited to share about our uh, upcoming Quantum Light Clearing class here in Florida in January, January 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And if you're interested in finding out a little more about that and how that works, you can visit our website at www.dnareplicate.com or you can email us and contact us for more information. We thank everyone for joining us and uh being a part of this conversation. So, until next week, have a great day, everyone. In the cash. In the cash. Thank you for tuning into Transformation. Please join Laota Rasul and Ahad Rasul for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a positive, life-changing week.